0: I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Well, it is now November and that means that here in the U.S., Veterans Day is right around the corner and I wanted to, first of all, just take a moment to thank anyone listening who is a veteran or even an active military member. Thank you so much for everything you've done and everything you're doing to help preserve our nation's freedom. You guys are the true heroes of our nation, so thank you so much for your service and your sacrifice. I also wanna give a shout out to military spouses. You guys are the behind the scenes heroes and thank you so much for all of your sacrifice. So this month I thought I would honor those military spouses by doing some interviews and interviewing them and getting their perspective on things. And today is my very first military spouse interview, and that is with my dear friend, Abigail Castillo. We met in college, and then we were college roommates our junior year, so it would have been 2007, 2008. And we, of course, have stayed in touch, but our friendship has really deepened in the last few years as she decided to join the company that I was part of and that I'm part of. And she is now such a dear friend and also a leader on my team. She is a fantastic wife and mother and is an amazing leader in our company. And we just love her so much. And I just loved having this conversation with her. She has been through three miscarriages and she shared a little bit about that journey today and how her business really helped get her through that dark, deep, dark season of grief. And we just want you guys to know... Uh, that you are not alone and whatever hard time you're going through, you're not alone. And if you need any help at all, please reach out to one of us. We would love to help. Even if it has nothing to do with drug sales, we would love to help and be an encouragement to you because we've both gone through very hard seasons of grief. And so I hope this episode is an encouragement to you. You might want to grab a tissue. <laughs> I know I needed one and didn't have one, <laughs> but I, uh, I really hope this this episode is an encouragement to you. Abigail, thank you so much for being on the show today. I am so excited that you are my guest. Thank you. I'm so
1: excited because we've had this friendship and now business partners too.
0: Yes. Okay. So Abigail is a very dear friend of mine. We have known each other. Wow. I mean, 15 years or so. We were actually college roommates, which is really fun. Our junior year of college, we went to a very small college too. So that's even extra crazy. But we went to a small college and we were college roommates our junior year. She was a nursing major. I never saw her. I was a humanities major. So I was off, you know, having fun. (laughs) Um, And so we had a great time as roommates and we, you know, kept in touch on Facebook and things like that. But we really reconnected through our business, Lemongrass Spa. And I, it truly has been one of the biggest gifts of having this business. I just have loved that so much. It's a huge blessing in my life. And so that's how we met. (laughs) So, um, Abigail, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family?
1: Sure. So I am a military spouse. My husband and I, we've been married for nine years now, and we have lived internationally with that. Um, we have four children um i have a seven-year-old boy just turned seven a four-year-old boy a three-year-old girl and we just had our um, number four child um two weeks ago another boy so he's two weeks old so um and then we have three babies in heaven so um and let's see what else i am a registered nurse like tiffany said and i've I've worked pediatric and also at a pregnancy center, um, like a crisis pregnancy center. And then I've also been home a lot with kids. Um, And now, especially with a newborn, I'm home, but also working my business. And what else? That's probably main stuff about me. And we live in Texas now, Corpus Christi.
0: Yes, and you said you lived internationally. You guys lived in Germany, right?
1: We did three weeks after we got married we moved to germany for his first duty station so talk about figuring out your marriage and (laughs) life events right away we got thrown into it but it was good for us it was really good
0: and you loved living living in germany you loved it oh absolutely um beautiful
1: there the history and getting to travel and see some of that now my husband deployed twice during that time um so that was obviously challenging, but I had found my group of friends that, um, got me through all that. So, but yes, absolutely loved it. It was a wonderful mm, broadening experience. (laughs) So, and I still have German friends. So if any of them listen to this, hello to you all.
0: (laughs) Now, can you speak any German or have you forgotten all of it? Oh,
1: (laughs) I didn't learn a whole lot. Um, we had, the dog at the time. And that was actually how I learned the most because I would walk with my German friends with our dog and I did training with her. And so I learned like commands and, and I could understand a lot more than I could actually speak. So, but then like the saying goes, if you don't use it, you lose it. So I didn't full on learn it. I learned enough to get by.
0: That's great. That's so awesome too. I never would he would have even thought that a dog would only, you know, a dog would be would understand only german. I never that doesn't even cross your mind, you know. So that's so funny. <laughs> I love that so much. She was
1: she was bilingual. Ah! She understood
0: german and english. <laughs> Dogs are so smart. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you guys are in the coast guard, correct? Your husband's in the coast guard, I should say. Well, we you all are, are in the coast guard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you guys have lived in Texas for a few years now. And you are moving next year?
1: Yes. Okay. We're moving. We are slotted to move next summer. So we had an extension here. Um, so we've lived here four years. Next summer we PCS. Don't know where we're going yet. Typical military last minute find out most likely, but I've learned to roll with that as have other military spouses. Um, we were supposed to move this past summer in COVID and all that. And God knew that we needed another year here and having our baby and all that. So we shall see what next year, next summer holds.
0: Yes, that'll be so exciting. I can't wait to hear where you guys are going next. It'll be an adventure, that's for sure. So you joined Lemongrass. It's been three years now that you've been a consultant, right? Yes. And how did you, how did you, I mean, I know, but how did you find Lemongrass?
1: You know, I was thinking about that just yesterday. I'm like, wow, that's so funny how, I had no clue what God was going to do or how he was going to use all that, but it all ties in now because, so as Tiffany said, we were college roommates. We stayed connected, all of that on Facebook. And I was part of our local Mops group with some of you might be familiar with that. It's um, mothers of preschoolers. It's a, um, every other week get together, faith-based, all of that. Well, our MOPS group was doing a fundraiser to support our local crisis pregnancy center. And um, I I just went all on board. Like that was my first time in MOPS um, here locally. And I got all excited about the fundraiser and like wanting to get donations from people, that kind of thing. And oh, I should say we were going to be doing a silent auction for it. That's what the big fundraiser was. So... I was like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of donations. I'm just going to like ask different people. And I posted on Facebook just asking if any of my friends or family um, with small small businesses wanted to donate anything for this. Well, Tiffany types in there, oh, I'd love to donate a baby gift basket. And then, you know, she messaged me all that. And I was so excited. I'm like, that'd be a perfect gift. And then I believe I asked you, if you had any samples that I could personally try, which I knew about her business, and I might have even been part of her little group, I think at the time, but I had never tried anything, <laughs> but I also had been slowly trying natural um products and stuff on my family because all of my children have had really sensitive skin, starting with my oldest and diapers, constant rashes, all of that, so I had slowly. Been trying some more natural products and store bought, honestly, at the time. And they were fine. I liked them at the time. And I still hadn't really researched ingredients that much, but I knew natural was better, you know, (laughs) as a nurse. So, anyway, so she sent me that gift basket. She sent me the samples. And I loved the samples right away. I remember that because I was pregnant with my daughter at the time right? Yeah, I would have been pregnant with her. And then I put that gift basket, the baby one in our silent auction. So the funny thing is that where I'm at in Texas, I don't think anyone knew about lemongrass spa at the time. Because during the whole silent auction, no one else bid on it. I was the only person that bid on it. And it was a super cute little baby, um, like lotion and body wash and all that. And I, of course, had smelled it ahead of time because (laughs) I was the one that brought it and it smelled really good, so I knew I wanted to bid on it. So, lo and behold, I got to come home with the baby gift set because I won it. And um, I believe I used a little bit of it on my boys before she was born, and then I full-on used everything after she was born. And then fast forward a little bit. Tiffany had posted in her group that there was a um, sign on joining bonus $50. And I knew there was a bunch of more stuff I wanted to try. And it was kind of on a whim. I was like, maybe I could do this. But I was clueless, had no idea what I was doing. So talked to my husband. It was very end of the month. So I had like a day or two to decide. Yeah. Reached out to Tiffany. We talked. Um, And I decided to do it and jumped in and here I am three years later.
0: It's been amazing. I remember that month too, because you were thinking about it and when you, when it comes to recruiting you know, that it's not a done deal until someone <laughs> clicks that join button, which is fine. I don't, you know, nobody should ever be pressured into joining right. a company. But I remember being sh- so shocked when I got the email saying that you had joined. And it was like, you said, it was like the last day of the month or last couple of days of the month. And I was like, oh my word, she did it. <laughs> so I was so thrilled. And I knew that because you were so careful and thoughtful about making the decision that it would be just such a great opportunity for you. And it has been, oh my goodness. My word, this girl, let me tell you, let me brag about her for a little bit. So, (laughs) so Abigail, she was top in sales, top in recruiting and top in, what was it? There's the third thing, top in parties, parties submitted for our entire organization, which, um, you know, is, over 160 women, and she it was top in all of those categories for the last fiscal year, and so that's very exciting. Also, she has earned two—not one, but 2 spawn set of trips. She has not been able to go on any of those trips, but she has earned, worked so hard, and has earned two of those trips. And I know she is working hard for this next one to earn this next trip for next year. Yes, third. Do t- I
1: keep saying third time is. A- charm i will go
0: on this you will trip. go on a vacation on a free vacation you will uh, <laughs> Oh, right. but yes it's all things work together for a reason so <laughs> but part of the reason that she didn't uh well actually COVID was the reason that none of us got to go on this past trip but uh, another reason she wouldn't have been able to go was because she just had a baby a couple weeks ago and that was the time that we were supposed to be traveling so it's, it all worked out because I'd rather have a baby than a trip anyways. So, <laughs> so it worked. Right. <laughs> all right. So how has, I know that you have been in Texas, have only been stationed in Texas since you started your business. So how has that you know you haven't moved your your business i know that's a concern with military spouses is you know what am i going to do when i have to move my business uh you haven't had to do that yet so how has military life impacted your business where you are in texas
1: well i feel like yes i haven't had to move yet and the coast guard is a very small community compared to other military branches, and we actually used to be Army before being Coast Guard, so I had the whole Army um, spouse experience, which is typically much more connected than Coast Guard. But I do feel like just all of my experiences being a military spouse have really helped to shape and grow me and definitely make me flexible because there's just not always rhyme or reason being in the military and having to go with whatever flow that is. Um, So I feel like that's helped me so much. And I know all you military spouses out there could attest to that too. It's sometimes a painful process (laughs) as a family sometimes, but it really does help you to be a better, I'd say more well-rounded person. So, and you know, moving and for us living internationally and just learning to reach out to people, you know, like just be a friend to anyone you meet and talk to people because everyone has a story. And, you know, so I feel like all of that has definitely helped me as I started my own business, you know, to not be afraid to talk to people. Now, yes, I still get nervous. Like, what are people thinking about me? You know, all of those things, but have to set that aside because if I'm coming at it from the right, art, you know, of wanting to serve and help people and just be a friend and be kind, then it's all okay. doesn't matter, you know, Um, what I perceive they are worried that they might be thinking. Um, So yeah, that's kind of my initial take on why I'm thankful to have my military background that I do. And yeah.
0: And I can say, with very full confidence that this, I have seen so much personal growth in you since you started. And I remember in college, you weren't a shy person, but you were quieter. And I know that you, I mean, you still have that, you know, gentleness about you, that quiet peaceful gentleness about you, but you are definitely a lot more confident, a lot more bold. And I just love, I love seeing that transformation. And like you said, part of that is being in the military and having to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So you are the queen of that already. And then now you're in direct sales, which we have to do that too. So you, you have it all for sure.
1: (laughs) But you're so right that the, I have grown, like I've seen that too, like just in that little bit of confidence here and there that, you know, those little things happen and really boost your confidence. And just, and the same thing too, I would say, just keeping going. You just keep going. Like that has been a huge uh, learning process for me because of getting impatient sometimes and wanting things to happen and then realizing stepping back that they'll happen when it's the right time. And Tiffany, I know you've told me that multiple times and I had to step back and be like, okay, you know, it'll happen when it's the right time. So
0: that's right. And I had you on today because I wanted to talk about a very, very special topic that's dear to both of our hearts. And that is the topic of working through seasons of grief. And I, I know it's kind of like an awkward transition to this, but It has to do with serving others and growing and letting God shape who we are through our business. And so I would love for you to share um, the seasons of grief that you have walked through just, I mean, just in the last three years that you've been with Lemongrass Spa, you've gone through some very, very dark, deep times. And so I'd love for you to just share a little bit about that, about those things, and then we'll chat about how, you know, how you have worked through those seasons? Sure. So when I joined
1: Lemongrass, my daughter was five month range. So yes. our third, she was five months old. And I started a lot of different things at the same time. Cause I had, I started Lemongrass spa. I had started volunteering at our local pregnancy center with my nursing background. And I had also started some leadership with our mops group. I probably took on too much at one time. Even my husband was like, okay, something has got to.
0: He's like, remember me? Do you remember me? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Um, But again, learning process of figuring out what you can do and um, what you can't. So, and I loved every single one of those things. So, uh, so then fast forward a little bit and let's see, I joined end of September of 17. September of 2018, we had gotten pregnant again, so would have been our fourth child. And I had my first miscarriage, it was very early in the pregnancy. And actually, my husband was out of the country um, on his work trip. So that was my first experience with um, pregnancy loss. It was very hard um, and opened me up to the whole world of grief that so many women do experience in pregnancy or infant loss. Um, And then we got pregnant again. uh, And that would have been December, November, December of that same year. So got pregnant pretty quickly again after giving my body, you know, a little bit of a rest and thought everything was okay with that pregnancy, you saw a heartbeat early on, um, went through the holidays. So that would have been that December, all that into January. And um, then found out at an ultrasound that that baby did not have a heartbeat anymore and it stopped growing. And that second miscarriage, I had my first C with because I was a little bit further along. Um, so that was a whole different realm. So I've been through the miscarriage at home, doing it all on my own and then a DNC. And that second one hit me really hard and then um, went through. So this is now into January new year of 2019. Um, We waited again. We, my husband and I both really felt like God had a, a fourth child for us. So we didn't feel at that point that we shouldn't be trying to have any more. And yes, gave my body another break and then we started trying again and that time it took uh longer, like probably about 5 months or so before I got pregnant again, which for me was a really long time and I know every woman is different with how quickly they get pregnant or not. Um I remember that feeling like an eternity of am I going to get pregnant again? Like, I don't know what God has in this season of waiting and all that. And then we did get pregnant again after five months of trying. And um, um, that pregnancy, we also ended up miscarrying. Um, I had a second DNC that time. So that was October of last year, 2019. And um, again, it was just, absolutely heartbreaking and just couldn't believe that I was going through it again, you know, like three times in a row. It was just like, yeah, a very, very difficult time. Um, But then I'm sure Tiffany and I will talk about it, kind of how I worked through that. Um, So let me stop there and have you ask me and then I'll explain what happened after that.
0: Yes. And I, that was, That was a very, that was really hard to see you go through that because I know how hard it is on, how hard it was on you. And uh, I just, you had such a strength about you through it all, even though you were very transparent in saying that it was very hard on you and that you were having a very hard time with it and that you, you know, I just really appreciate you being so honest about that because it's easy to be like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. We're good." Or just keep it to yourself, you know. But because you shared, you know, with me and with others and with the world basically, you know, I'm I'm not okay because mm-hmm. I have lost 3 children. <laughs> you know, that's that's not yeah. something that's easy yeah. that you know, you don't wish upon anybody. And so um I just appreciate the the strength that you had through all of that and that you still have and that the trusting that you guys, you guys still trusted in God, and you knew that He had a specific plan for your family, and uh, just a very, very encouraging testimony to me and to so many people. So I know that you are very conscious that your business serves others. So I know that this didn't, that did not change after you know having these miscarriages. That did not change for you. In fact, it almost amplified that that heart of service I and did. so yeah and i just like that was just ugh, that was very impactful <laughs> on me and um so if you could share with us <laughs> um just how you turned that season of grief into and it wasn't even for you know oh i need to grow my business while i'm going through this that was not your attitude at all your attitude was truly a heart of service and how you can help especially the pregnancy center because you were very involved with the pregnancy center. And, um, cause at this time you had, you were working for them, right? You weren't just volunteering. You were now working Correct. for them. Yes. I, I had joined their staff. Yes. 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 And so just how you turned this season of waiting and of grief and of trusting into a season where you were able to help others. So if you could share with us, that'd be so awesome. And I'll go wipe my eyes.
1: <laughs> oh, you're making me cry. <laughs> um, So after our first miscarriage, I had been volunteering at our pregnancy center at that point. And I guess I should say as an RN, I was um, helping kind of peer counseling with women and a lot of them in a crisis pregnancy um, and also being trained to do limited ultrasounds uh, on the women, which is just an incredible, incredible thing. I absolutely loved it. It's just a beautiful thing to get to show women their babies, Um, but also through my miscarriages, I had to take breaks each time I had a miscarriage um, working and volunteering there because I just, I needed to heal and I can't help someone else when I'm deep in grief myself. Um, But anyway, so after that first miscarriage, um, I should have brought Kleenex. Yeah. After that first miscarriage, I did my first fundraiser for our pregnancy center. And that was in the November, December timeframe, because my thought process was everyone's doing their Christmas shopping and I can donate my commission to this pregnancy center that I love. And um, if you guys are familiar with pregnancy centers, they're a nonprofit. So it's always fundraising. And having worked as staff there, I I really know how much goes into all that and the funds and everything. So I was able to um, donate my commission, and my goal had been, I think, that first one to raise $500, you know, which felt massive to me at the time. And it was like it was a lot um, because we make 25% commission on the products. But that was just um, that first fundraiser, I believe I was pregnant again with that second one. Um, So I was still in a, you know, like I had gotten through the first miscarriage and was excited about what we thought the pregnancy was gonna go well. Um, So that was an exciting time to try that first. That was my first big fundraiser to attempt and just being able to give to the pregnancy center was so much fun i just loved it and i learned a lot through that process on how to do fundraisers and um really connecting with people and stuff and it's just i i've loved being able to give back so then fast forward to the next christmas that was after our third miscarriage because i had miscarried that october and really that third miscarriage um kind of tanked me (laughs) but I knew that I wanted to do that fundraiser again um and I it was something that I could do like I physically knew I could do it and it it helped me get through that grief and um and it was just so that one, and I did like a Facebook live on my normal Facebook profile, and really, oh goodness, I was crying on that too. But um, I really wanted to reach out to people. I guess the holidays are hard when you've lost a child, and I knew that I could reach other people during that time frame too. That it was hard for, but I wanted to do that fundraiser um, in honor of our of our babies, We're three. So. I was asking people if they would um want to you know purchase um and or just donate um in honor of their babies to to give to our pregnancy center that um, we know saves lives to the moms and the babies and the families oh okay, I was not smart I should have brought <laughs> i should have known uh so um so. Anyway, and I had an I made an even bigger goal with that fundraiser that I wanted to raise a $1,000, which again was super scary because it felt so massive, but it really, um, It really got me through that season and it just kept me going. Um, and I didn't know what would happen with the fundraiser, um, but it was just I look back on that and I feel like God gave me all that with the business to help me keep going. And it did. And it really brought me through that really dark season, especially with the third. So, um, I, I guess I always encourage people and I know people that have been through grief have heard this too, that finding a way to honor or make a memory of someone you've lost like that really helps and I didn't really realize I was doing that at the time because it was just like I had done it the year before and I knew I wanted to do it this year but it really truly helped and but then on top of that being able to get back to our pregnancy center and I ended up raising I think 1200 or 1300 like it was a huge success. And it, it just brought so much joy to my heart. I mean, yes, it helped my business, but that wasn't my main um, goal at the time. I was just, you know, one day at a time taking it and um, and it connected me again with so many women um, that have been through that too. So it's uh, it was a huge blessing and I'm thankful that I had it. So God knew.
0: Yes. And I I know that when you do go through hard times, sad times, times of grief, sometimes all you can do are things that you already know how to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you (laughs) said, you knew, okay, I know that I've, I know how to work my business. I'm just going to keep doing that because that's not, not an autopilot because it takes a lot of work, but it is definitely something, you know, that you could, you could almost separate yourself and you could concentrate on that. And then you know, throw your efforts into that. And then, you know, uh, so that just, it's, sometimes it just helps, you know, even if it's it does. getting up and showering every day, you know, some concentrate on one activity that you can do. And so you chose to work your business. And so that in turn was able to help so many women. And I think it is very impactful because, you know, our the very well known statistic is that one in four women experience miscarriage or child loss. And, so that resonates the message that you had resonated with so many people because, you know, there's a one in four chance that, you know, mm-hmm. some the person that you're talking to has experienced the same thing. And so I just love that you were just very real and honest with everybody. And that just really shone through your message and it really helped the fundraiser, which like you said, it, it helped so many, it has such a huge impact on that pregnancy center And I, yeah, that's, that's a very, it's just been so great to see the work that you've done for that pregnancy center. It's very near and dear to your heart. I know. (laughs) I'm sure you miss being there. I do. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think you'll do the fundraiser again this year?
1: Absolutely. I now know that it's, it's just going to be my yearly, um, in honor of my babies and and especially having volunteered and worked there. It's just an area, like you said, that's near and dear to my heart. Um, And I love doing it, the November, December timeframe, because what better way to get Christmas gifts for your family or loved ones and be able to be a blessing to someone else. So as of right now, I plan on doing it however long I can for years and years to come. And it's just, I think will be my thing to do, you know, that just to help be a blessing and remember mine. So Mm -hmm.
0: I know that, uh, your fundraisers that you've done for the pregnancy center actually inspired me to do a fundraiser. This path it feels like a billion years ago, but it was February of this year before, you know, while life was still normal and we were still oblivious to all the things that 2020 had for us. we I right. was able to do a fundraiser for a local pregnancy center in our town and, and you definitely inspired that, that action. And so, um, I think of the ripple effect. That's such a great ripple effect. You know, if, if I do one, if somebody else, you know, is inspired to do a fundraiser for their pregnancy center in their area. And I hope to, I haven't, uh, gotten into it yet, but I hope to volunteer there too. Again, you inspire me to do that because Mm -hmm. I know that it's so important to, uh, just be there for other women who are in that scary time of life which is pregnancy, which that's, no matter who you are, that's it's a scary time. And so just to have that support and that the work that pregnancy centers do is just amazing. And so, uh, so thank you for the inspiration of, you know, doing the fundraiser for them and, uh, my own fundraiser for my local one. And then also for just the heart that I have to hopefully volunteer soon when the weirdness is over. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that you, We're able to, um, and I mean, of course, just because, you know, your fundraiser's over, doesn't mean that you're okay, great. I'm back to normal now. Like you still go through times where I'm sure, like you said, you were, you went through another, your third miscarriage a year ago. And so I'm sure that that was a hard month for you, even though you were giving birth to another baby, that is such a miracle. And, but it's still, it doesn't go away, but, um, God's goodness is, is greater than all of our hard times. Abigail, this has been so good just to hear your story. And I just appreciate you sharing with us, you know, the things that the hard things that you've been through in your life. And so I just want to know if you have any advice for somebody listening that might be going through their own season of grief, whether it's a miscarriage or the loss of a parent or the loss of a job, you know, a, a traditional job outside the home or any other life circumstance that they might be going through that would be. Something that would produce grief. What is your advice for somebody going through that season?
1: Hmm. I feel like one, talking about it when you can rather than just hiding it all inside, Um, which there's times it's easier to do that than others, but there really are people that care and want to know. Um, But they don't always know how to ask or what to say or any of that. And for me, talking about it has also been very healing. And because in my case, it's a very common thing, but also a very stigmatized thing. um, Talking about it and making it part of my um, business, I guess you could say, was just healing in so many ways and has really connected me to more people. So just allowing yourself to be vulnerable as much as you can and finding those people that are willing to listen and and also giving them grace if they don't say something that um, helps. (laughs) Because I used to be on that side of it, you know, where I am sure I said things that hurt other women. It wasn't my intention, but it does happen. Um, So yes, I feel like that vulnerability helps so much. And then, like I mentioned earlier, finding something to in honor or in memory of the loss has just helped me tremendously. And um, I mean, for me personally, Uh, seeking God through it all. I could not have gotten through what I went through without him. So um, that by far has been um, my biggest help through it all because God got me through it ultimately. And I now have a story on the other side of it. And now holding this little two-week boy that I didn't even know if we'd ever have, you know. So um, that's probably my My top recommendations. Mm -hmm.
0: And we both want anyone listening to know that you are not alone. If you're going through Mm -hmm. a season of grief, no matter what it is, you, like Abigail said, there's somebody out there going through the same exact thing and it's hard, but if you can open up and share your struggles with somebody else, you will find comfort in that. Um, just knowing that you weren't alone. And so we, yeah, I know for sure both of us would, would echo that, that you're not alone and you always have God and you always have us and you always have, there's somebody going through your exact same situation that you can cling to and you can talk to and share those things with that nobody else would understand but you. So we definitely want you to remember that for sure. And so I love these these. Advice tidbits. So, thank you so much. I know there's, we could talk, oh my goodness, endlessly on this topic for sure. Well, we could just talk endlessly in general, but endlessly on this topic. And oh man, it's been so wonderful to do this with you and uh, to do this business with you. And like I said at the beginning, it's been one of the biggest blessings. One of the biggest blessings of me being in direct sales is just overall the friendship that I've made. But also just reconnecting the friendships that I've had in my past life, <laughs> mm-hmm. which wasn't that long ago, but it seems like a long, long time ago. <laughs> and it's just being able to reconnect and just grow that friendship on a deeper level. We've been able to travel to different retreats and conferences together. And that's just been so great to be able to see you in person. And hopefully so we get to fun. see each other in person again soon. I don't know when that will be, but <laughs> it's gotta be We're soon. to make it happen. Yes, we are. We are. I know. And oh, it'll, it'll have to be soon because, <laughs> oh man, we just, we have just even outside of our business, Abigail and I have so much in common. Our kids are practically the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, same ages and except for her little one (laughs) i don't have a two-week-old uh and she had you know she we went to the same college together so we have that same experience and we have just just so much in common and i just appreciate her so much and the work that she does on our with her team and she just is seriously it's uh, truly amazing that through all of that she's still continued in her business and just persevered and was able to, like I said, achieve that top status on her team of top in sales, top in recruiting, top parties entered. And it's just, you just blow me away for sure. Oh my goodness. Sometimes I'll look at your numbers and be like, like last month, I'm like, what in the world? Like, where did that go? She had a baby. (laughs) She had a baby and she did almost 4,000 in sales. Like that's nuts. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. That is nuts. So I don't know uh, how I
1: got through it either. I'm kind (laughs) of taking a little breather right now.
0: Good for you. You deserve it for sure. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Well, keep on doing amazing things with your business and with your team. And I know that you'll keep encouraging other women for sure. So I know that Tiffany and I would both
1: voice, if any of you need someone to talk to, to about the grief that you're going through, um, We either of us would be willing to talk to. I'm sure she could put my link or something, you know, to
0: connect (laughs) me to you guys, but I'm going to put your address and phone number. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding.
1: (sighs) It's honestly my joy to talk to other people because it just, it truly helps. And so, yes.
0: Yes. And if you don't want to talk to us, that's fine. There's, there are groups that you can reach out to a local moms group. I know that for both of us, that has been a huge help in our lives are those mops groups that we were talking about. And, uh, there are different, there are different resources. And so if you need help connecting to one of those things, just let us know. It doesn't have to even be direct sales related. Like we can, we'll chat with you about whatever. So we're here to help you guys. Mm -hmm. And to, um, I didn't go into it today, but I've been through my own season of grief, deep, deep, dark grief. And so, um, we can, we can talk with you and just Mm -hmm. let you know that we've been there too. And we can, we would love that. It would be truly our honor just to be an encouragement to you. So if you need that, let us yes. know. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Abigail. And I, it's it's been so wonderful to see you and see your little guy. He's so cute. He joined us for the last part thank of the interview. You. So I know you guys can't <laughs> see him, but he's so sweet. Just a little peanut sleeping on her chest. So, <laughs> So yeah, it's been such a wonderful chat with you. So thanks again for being here today.
1: Thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing.